0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Conan Kruger. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Larry Kruger, who's a freaking legend, by the way. I'm going to give him his flowers <laughs> in a little bit, but there's, but there's breaking news we got to get into right now. Let's so, do it. Kyle Shanahan did his conference call this morning because it's a short week and they have to cram in seven days into four. I understand. So, uh, graciously, their PR director, Corey Rush, sent out a mass text giving the information on the uh, injury so we don't have to hear it from some national reporter. Here's the information starting with Debo Samuel. He has an MCL sprain and an ankle sprain and is expected to return at some point in the regular season. The first part sounds bad. The second part sounds good. How do you interpret this? Well, you know, I mean, the fact that he's can
1: make a comeback, that right there makes it great news. Right. Um, Because I thought there was a very good chance we were seeing the end of the season for him. Um, But. Yeah, I do. You know, the fact that it's a compound injury now, you've got an MCL sprain, which is a knee sprain. Then you got a high ankle sprain. So you got a lot of trauma to the leg. Yeah. I don't know. Can he, you know, can he, you know, can guys come back when they got that combo, you know, leg injury? I'm not sure. I, you know, it's I'm not sure what the, per, the precedents are for it, but he's a
0: tough guy. And the fact that he's going to be there in the playoffs, if you're a Niner fan, you're feeling good. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, they're saying it's an MCL sprain. So Elijah Mitchell has an MCL sprain. He had one earlier this year. It was. It's usually a six to eight week injury. Now, right, which so is the ankle. Right. So maybe they're saying, you know, since it's coming up on the re- on the postseason, Debo Samuel is willing to play less than a hundred percent. That's the way I sort of interpret it. All of a sudden, you can heal from a from all of this in three weeks because what? There's four games left. I mean, the one thing that we know, but we already knew, I mean, you know
1: it and I know it, the fans know it, Debo's a warrior. Debo's right. tough. Of course. Debo might, he's, So he's
0: going to play. He's going to play my in the playoffs. Is, Debo's going to be is, there in the playoffs. Yeah, but my question is, what's he going to be? Is he ever going to be back to 100% this year? Is he not really going to be able to cut off that left foot? Like, what? what's a reasonable expectation for Debo Samuel three or four weeks out of this? He might be have to be used more as a decoy, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but he definitely you know, um, so he's coming back. He's right. coming back in the playoffs, but you know, he hasn't had a great year and, and, uh, but at moments he's had incredible highlights in, in the middle of that kind of yes. de- overall, his overall play has been a little bit down, but he's had some incredible moments. So what, what can we expect to see from him in the playoffs? I thought he was going to have some huge moments yeah. in the playoffs. Now it's kind
0: of a wait and see. So if the, I'm not saying this like kills the Niners Super Bowl chances, cause it doesn't, all of a sudden they have a quarterback, uh, as Nick Bosa said, but this doesn't help. And if you're thinking like, Oh, it's okay. He'll be back. And he'll be a hundred percent. He'll tear it up in the playoffs. Well, he wasn't tearing it up when he was before this injury. And I don't really know what to expect. I, he'll play probably, but he'll be compromised. And um, if they do win the super bowl, it's going to be because of McCaffrey and Iuke and probably Kittle and other guys. Although Kittle and his 28 yards, he could probably uh, per game. He could probably step that up, but that's, He's just catching strays for no reason. Sorry, George. Love your work. More in, more news. Brock Purdy has an oblique slash rib injury, and is day to day. What do you? How do you interpret this? Well, if it's a tear,
1: it's a terrible injury. If it's a if it's just a pull, maybe they can deal. You know, you know somehow uh, deal with it and get it rehabbed. But you know, well, if it's day to day. Yeah. And, and then the question is how much does a quarterback use his oblique um, to play the game? You know, and uh, is it a pain tolerance thing? Like for baseball, it's a nightmare injury, right? Because yeah, you're sitting there hard and, to you throw. Got this, and yeah. you've got your every swing, or, or you're, you know, or you've hit. got the yeah. whole torque torque right. of your torso. That's right. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not sure for a, for a quarterback. I mean, that might be the question for Shanahan is, you know, how does an oblique injury impact a quarterback? Where does he feel it? Does he feel right. it on his drop at the top of his drop? When he like did he hurt it when he dove for the first down yes. on the deep? Yes. When he yes he did yes. So you know so he extended so it really yes. had maybe he nothing probably to landed do. on it.
0: Yeah. So, so he, see, it seems like something you could probably numb before the game and play through. I mean he played through it already, didn't he? I, I don't know. you know I.
1: I'll say this. I've had a pulled oblique, and it is painful, yeah. and it's kind of nagging, too. So yeah. it's kind of like a hammy. You don't want it to be um, you know, something that lingers. But I don't know how much it impacts his, his motion and his ability to throw the ball down the
0: field or with velocity. I don't know. I, I, look, as someone who played JV baseball at Bishop O'Dowd High School, <laughs> all I can say is I've injured my oblique before. It is really hard to throw a ball. Uh, it, no, hard no matter to swing. which oblique it is. It's hard to swing. It's hard to twist. It's hard to throw. It's hard to do all of that. So he did it already. Maybe he can do it again. But the fact that it's a Thursday game, I think, is kind of rough timing for the 49ers. Best guess, you think he plays? This, Yeah, this Thursday. I think he plays, and it's a run-heavy scheme, and the 49ers
1: win. That would be my guess. And, and and on the one thing on the Debo front that I think is going to be, we got a glimpse of this week for the very first time, or not the first time, but the first time in a long time, Danny Gray. Danny Gray was out there. And you're talking about you know it, the receivers and impacting winning. Danny Gray, if they could introduce him and get him in some kind of rhythm, I'm not saying feeding him a lot of balls, but I'm just saying if they can introduce him to their offense and make him a, a, a you know a guy who produces, he could have a profound impact on Kyle. His ability to call plays underneath, uh, he just creates all this space. If they can establish him as a deep threat. In, in the latter part of the year, that could really bode well for their chances. Why do you think he was on the field yesterday after all this time? Why? Because they, I think they just know that he's... He, he has a reason that he's on the roster. His reason is he takes the top off of defense and makes teams play them deep. And right. teams... That's something Shanahan... Offensive football is about creating space. In the run game, you need space. In the pass game, you need space. You're
0: so Danny close, Danny Gray
1: creates that space. You're so close.
0: Yes, he creates that space. And there's a quarterback who's going to take advantage of it now. Unlike yeah. the last one. I'm saying Brock Purdy now puts Danny Gray back in play. The way that Trey He Lynch does did. throw the deep ball. He Jimmy Garoppolo took ball, him out of play. Think. So, anyway, I'm excited didn't, about Jimmy that. Jimmy didn't try a lot of deep balls. I think no! Brock will look down the field absolutely all right last injury Kevin Givens defensive tackle MCL sprain out for a few weeks this isn't intri- uh, intriguing it's it's significant because Hassan Ridgeway's out with a strained peck Javon Kinlaw still out Eric Armstead just came back this is a position where the Niners are thin. Hider, what's the
1: hider update
0: uh, didn't get one from the PR so maybe director. he's okay maybe he's okay. yeah but they're, they're running out of defensive tackles um they they worked out Marlon Davidson I think the other day. They're at that level. So uh, do you think this increases the likelihood that they bring back Kinlaw or is Kinlaw just sort of independent on in its own uh, he, he'll come back if he's ready? I mean, how does this impact the 49ers' uh season and decision making? Well, I mean it 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 makes the need for Kinlaw to come yeah. back greater. Yeah. But the
1: question is, you know, Kinlaw has been you know, his the, his ratio of games in the NFL to games played is not good. So I I don't know how much, how much you want to invest in that. Um, And I don't even know if that's, that's, I mean, he is a good player who commands a double team uh, has to be accounted for, can absorb blockers and just keep guy. He could be kind of like Tony Saragusa was for Ray Lewis for the Niner backers, if he could be in there. So he has value. I'm not saying he doesn't have value Has a lot of value, but he also has chronic knee injuries. And I don't know if it's um, how viable it is, and I, and I, you know, I've been down there, but I haven't heard one word about his timetable. That's the or thing. The time frame. For I him. don't know. Or it, what it, it seemed like when he on. first
0: went down, there, he would be on the field before games, and he was close. And then it just seemed like the Niners just shut him down for two months. So, and they haven't really explained their thought process, but behind it, but they just, Kyle just talked today and said they hope to act, open his practice window next week. That doesn't mean they'll activate him off IR. Um, if they feel like he's only going to play a few games and have to sit down again, maybe you want to bring back Trey Lance instead. I'm just saying it's like the Niners ha- have a issue keeping their quarterbacks healthy. That's a, I mean they're thin at both spots, quarterback and D tackle. It's it's a conundrum. Oh no, and it, not only that, Grant. It's it's about it, it's a you know it's a huge question,
1: right? I think it's also a huge question on both sides because the 49ers right now are not, they're really good defensively in a lot of ways. But if you get to third and one, fourth and one, and you just want to run it hard up the A gap, they don't really have that guy who says, nope, we're putting up a wall. They don't have that guy. They don't have that massive two gap presence, yeah. you know, especially with Ridgeway out. Ridgeway is a big man. So they don't really. Have that player. Kinlaw is that player. So uh, you know, it'd be very enticing to try to bring him back because he does help you on third and one and fourth
0: and one in the middle of the field. Real quick, Michael says, uh, where do you think the Niners would be right now if they hadn't picked up McCaffrey monumental pickup? I didn't like the move at the time, but I didn't realize that the Niners were really not going to get very much from Debo Samuel this year. And in retrospect, had I had I known, I mean, really they were maybe they knew. And and now they have like If they didn't have McCaffrey and this news with Debo had had happened, their offense would be in a tough spot. I mean, they still have Ayuk and Jordan Mason and Kittle, but this McCaffrey move sort of uh, cushions the blow of the Debo injury big time. So they got a lot of
1: talent on the team, but I'll say this. Go back and really look at it and all the factors. If they don't make that trade for McCaffrey, their season goes down the toilet. Why? Because most likely if he doesn't come to the Niners, it wasn't like the Carolina would say, ah, oh, we're just going to keep him." No, they were going to move him, and he was going to go to the Rams. And then the Niners would have had to play against McCaffrey instead of play with McCaffrey. McCaffrey almost single-handedly won that Ram game. The Niners are three and five. They would have dropped to three and six and they were going to get off the canvas with all the negativity swirling that your team that just beat you, that also beat you by getting McCaffrey has made this trade and you have it. They got a lot of talent on the roster, but I really think Lynch deserves executive of the year if if the Niners go on and do anything in the postseason for that move and for the timing of that
0: move. Frankly, like if Lynch wins executive of the year, it's gonna be because of Brock Purdy. Because this is the greatest, <laughs> potentially the greatest story of all time. He just might be the first rookie to win a Super Bowl. It's looking like he has a realistic shot to do it. And what's great about this is it's such a great story that um Everyone around, like, the nation, the football world is going to try to get a piece of it. And you're going to hear a bunch of frauds over the next couple weeks be like, you know, I was there. I saw it. You know, I I could tell that Brock Purdy was great. I didn't say anything. I didn't tweet anything. But I knew. And I want to go back and tell you what I saw. I was there. A lot of people were there. One person saw this. One person had the courage and conviction to basically shout it to anyone that was listening, no matter how many eye rolls he got. It was Larry Kruger. And I want to make sure everyone knows that because this is a very important moment for a lot of sports journalists. And the person that should be getting the credit is freaking Larry. So let's just take a minute to acknowledge what Larry did. Congrat- not congratulations. I'm just very <laughs> impressed. Well I've been done. wrong well before. Done. I've been wrong before. No, but I like the
1: player. Everyone I did. has been wrong. Before. I did. I'll say this though. I didn't like it on draft day. Like when Me I saw either. it on draft day and I saw it yeah. across the scroll, I was like, oh my God, really? Because mm-hmm. I watched yeah. Iowa State and I remember him kind of being more of a little little bit of a smaller guy, soft tosser. Didn't I didn't think he had an NFL arm. I didn't think he had NFL stature. I thought they were
0: drafting for the practice squad in round seven. I'm like, that is too cute. But
1: but, but they knew more. They were drafting and then, you know, their franchise quarterback. What I'm in the, Just kidding. What I'm looking for, I, yeah. I am on a mission this week to go find – the guy who told who first got on John Lynch's radar, the road scout who said, no, John, this isn't good. This guy's great. This, you know, somebody in their room bang the table for Brock Purdy. And I am going to find out who banged the table for Brock Purdy. And I'm giving them their flowers because that's the guy that really deserves. I just recognized that it was a good pick in the aftermath, but I'll tell you what I saw is that accurate, tough, Smart, humble, um, fat, f- you know, short area fast, not quit, mm-hmm. not, not long speed, but mm-hmm. short area fast, like Mahomes. I know you're gonna make you laugh on that one because no, I know that's Mahomes. fine. Like Tua, yeah, I mean, like he can sprint for five y- for five, you know, steps, yeah. and it, it's pretty yeah. explosive. And, and he, then and he has nice touch on his deep throw, and then the other thing is the ball coming out on time is the number one thing of being a quarterback and there's all different ways to do it. And I just thought when I, I thought when I saw this guy in camp, he was going to need everything to just yeah. happen. Perfect for him for the ball to come out on time. And then I started watching the mini camp and I realized the ball comes out on time all the time with Brock Purdy. So, um, you know, and then, and then when I got a chance to meet him this summer, um, when they opened up the locker room and I saw man, this guy is humble, he's smart, he's tough, he's driven. He comes from a family of athletes. He's mm-hmm. he understands exactly who he is and where he is and uh, how fortunate he is to be where he's at. Um, and you know, I'll say this, you were you're down there every week, I am too. This week, if he couldn't play or last week, I should say, if he couldn't play, we would have said the feeling in that room would have been way, way different than what it actually was. The feeling in the room if he couldn't play is man, you know, the season's over. They wouldn't say it necessarily, but they would there'd be guys whispering about man, the injury bug just got us down this year. Just another year where the injury bug just got they would be looking beyond Sunday, even if they weren't, but instead there was like this bounce in the room there's this confidence with the niners why because every guy in that room knows that they got just as good a chance of winning the super bowl today as they did when they had jimmy in there if not better and they're not and and they know they're kind of in an underdog role now too so um i don't know what i what you got out of it but that's what i got out of it yeah, every you're on guy roll talk right to now is got like, Man, this no, guy i got a question for you on a deal
0: i got a question for you what is this man's ceiling cuz we see he's pro-ready. He's experienced. He's He's got a really good team around him. It's a great marriage. Because clearly the Niners didn't want a project. This this locker room runs the team. They get what they want. They don't want a project. They want someone that's ready to go because they're a, a win-now team. They got one now in Brock Purdy. What's the ceiling, though? Is this a guy who could be a franchise quarterback? What do you think?
1: That is, that is the ultimate question. And it's the, even though I like him, and even though I've talked you know, you know, I'm, I may have been on him before others. It, you know, I, I just was saying he's a viable NFL quarterback. Sure. Sure. Now, is he a championship caliber quarterback? I'll say this, the ball that he threw to Ayuk hung. And if you throw too many balls that hang in the NFL, there's a lot of picks coming. But as far as what is really quarterback about, it's about getting to the line of scrimmage getting the team into and out of the right plays um, and having the ball come out on time and then having the other 10 guys in the huddle believe in you. And so there's leadership, there's toughness, there's, you have to be really, really smart. I think he's really, really smart. He may, he's never going to have like the Joe Flacco, Terry Bradshaw, top of the scale arm, Mahomes. He doesn't have that kind of gun but he's got in fact it's on the lower end arm.
0: it's on the lower if you if you would say if there is an average in the NFL you would say that the velocity would be below average although it doesn't be it doesn't seem to be a problem yet yeah There's no but things. what i what
1: he has is the ability to see the field yep. throw with anticipation yep. and throw with accuracy yep and he's got awesome weapons and an incredible play caller and all they got to do you know week 13 against miami i think as the stat i saw grant was the ball came out in 2.67 seconds and it was like among the lowest in the entire league in week 13 if they can focus on that get dial up that clock because he can't take the running 285 pound um you know Rashawn gary burying into him and get up this guy's you got to respect the fact that he's a little bit smaller, but uh, but he's tough and
0: he's smart. Yeah, I think they can win with him. I Yes, I think he's a starting NFL quarterback who can win a Super Bowl. All right, let me answer my question. says you're not going to give me a straight answer on his ceiling. I <laughs> like him. I think his ceiling is Tua, who is a freaking MVP candidate right now. now I don't know if Tua is ever going to win a Super Bowl, and maybe he would if he were on the 49ers, but I've seen Tua. Tua is good. Now, the Niners made him look bad, but a pass rush can do that when you're going up against – I mean, Mahomes looked bad in the Super Bowl when he didn't have his offensive tackle. So give Tua a break. And I know he struggled this week too. But still, what Tua has is he's pretty quick. He can improvise. He's very decisive, very accurate, aggressive down the field, touch. He's, he's the left – he's the right-handed Tua. And, and I, to me, that's a compliment. Um, that's a, You can see what Tua is accomplishing this year. Just saying. I like uh, that was a first more round than Tua. I like him more than Tua. Okay. I, I um I, I would say because um, Tua almost looks like a little so uh, someone called him a front runner. He seems like he folds if there's a little bit of pressure. This guy's a little salty, Brock. I think. Well, I mean, and I'm
1: wor- I guess I'd be a little worried about Tua durability wise because he's had yeah, good so point. many injuries. But no, I to me, I had a, a old old scouting buddy, and I won't say his name. But I said, give me a comp on him. And I said, I threw out Kirk Cousins and some other name. You know, I like what he, he's very calm. He reminds me a little bit of Rogers and this and that. He said, mini Joe Burrow. Hmm. Mini Joe Burrow. Mini Joe Burrow. Okay. Now the question is, do you like Joe Burrow more than you like Tua? Some people do, some people don't. But there's some, and and I said why why mini Burrow's Joe Burrow? He goes arm. there's some there's Burrow's a magic a there's arm. a little magic to Joe Burrow, and he's like okay. you know what I think this, I think Purdy's got a little bit of it's in terms of he his temperament sees the
0: field in terms of his temperament and, the, and his well no okay. as,
1: as in terms of he sees things ahead of time he sees okay. how they're going to develop he, th- he throws with great accuracy but anticipation but he he does have to step into it and use all of his, his his lower body but he sees it ahead of time so his footwork in the short games impeccable and then his ability to step into his throws with consistency like Nick Mullins was not bad when he stepped into his throws but i would say a, you know 40% of his throws he's throwing off his back foot and backwards and uh Purdy doesn't he's he throws with a solid base and
0: he throws, me- his mechanics are way better than Mullins. Well, if he's a mini Joe Burrow, um, he should they be got able a shot to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, absolutely. Matthew Sanders says uh, there was a stretch of time where offense was better without Debo. Offensive snaps are precious in playoffs. It's a disservice to the team he plays when hurt. No, nah, that's totally, that, that's, that's not right. It's a disservice to the team when he plays hurt. He.
1: Every guy on both sides of the ball got their carcass off the bench and sprinted to midfield to dap him up. That's what he means to them. The fact yep. that he plays hurt is not a disservice to the team. That's why the team loves Debo. That's why he's
0: beloved. Lorenzo says three words. Larry F and Kruger, the goat on thirteen. Jonathan says, Larry is the soothsayer. Give that man these two bucks. Next time I see him, I'm giving <laughs> these two bucks. <laughs> Jason says we all know this was an Adam Peters pick. I don't know if it was an Adam Peters pick. It was an organizational. I'd love to know. I would love to know. I, I want to know who the ball. I want to know who pounded the table. Somebody did, and I. I'm gonna, I got to get that from a later. scout. An area it started lower down the the, the food chain. Right. Bottom line: Purdy scout. playing on Thursday. Your gut. We think yes. I say yes. The gut is yes. Eric says if the Niners are even better with Purdy than they were with Jimmy, who are the Niners' biggest threat in the NFC and from the AFC to Super Bowl? I mean, Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City. Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City, right? It's been that way.
1: Um, and I guess I would have to throw Dallas in the way they've looked the last couple games.
0: Yeah, they didn't look so I mean, so until this yeah. week, of course. They look terrible. Uh, Brady signed for Greenlaw to tell Niners, see you next year. I swear it felt like a lot of fraternizing between people that, th- that were thinking, we might be teammates next year. I don't know. I mean, Brock Purdy's a good story, but you got to have options. <laughs> Options are nice. Daniel says, to be fair, he threw that. Ayuk pass off his back foot with a dude hit him in the mouth. I agree. I thought that was a freaking amazing throw. I, there's no way Jimmy would do that. Jimmy would take the sack. But well, it, did uh, it did hang. It did hang. Yeah, it did. That's how open he was, though. Definitely. It was wide open. Definitely not a wow arm, but it seems good enough. Yeah, let's see what happens when there's a book on him. But for now, it seems like an upgrade over James. Uh, Trey says, I knew this kid was good during his preseason games. There's a reason why he beat out the quarterback we picked before him, his smartness and ball placement. Gamer, Brock has amazing poise in the pocket. He does. He really does. Uh, Jimmy didn't. Jimmy didn't. And um, I don't think that Trey does yet. That's something you get from playing a lot, a lot of football, and it it's probably an intrinsic trait as well. Larry, how should the Niners handle their quarterback position this offseason. I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves, <laughs> but I like to do that. So what do yeah. you think? Um, is, you know,
1: to, what's Jimmy's appetite? Does he want to be here? Does he not want to be here? Does, uh, do they want him here? Do they not want him here? I, you know, does Brady want to be here? Is Brady going to want, you know, I, I guess, it, you're asking me my ideal situation. I guess it would be Brady purdy. Let Jimmy walk trade. Trey. You would recoup trade some trade. of that, those draft assets and build up. You would trade team. trade now. I would consider trading Trey because I think you, you Bur- pretty gives you the cheap quarterback. So you can still have all the, you know, the Bosa extensions and the Debo extensions and, and Brady maybe even gives you a bargain on the final year. Um, how do you not look, how do you look away from Tom Brady? And then look how many teams need a quarterback. And I think Trey Lance, it would definitely fetch at least a first round draft choice um Ooh,
0: i don't know about that after really the last two years after the last two years i mean he hasn't played he's coming off an injury maybe he would maybe a lay first think i think you well i mean there's a lot of people who've said a lot of bad things about him but
1: i i think if you just look at his film and his and what he is as a person what he is as a player what he is as a prospect i mean if you don't want him that's fine with me but guys get better and if you don't believe it look at green bay's backup he's gotten better you know,
0: guys do get yeah, better. I mean, but isn't that all the more reason for the Niners to hold on to Trey Lance? I mean, well, but their, I mean, quarterbacks get hurt. You, you don't really know what you have from. I guess Rock you hurt. could maybe hedge you your could, bets. Yeah,
1: I mean, you could go. The, the 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 reasonable thing would go go Purdy and Lance and let Jimmy walk, and then just let those guys kind of compete. In yeah. a lot of ways, I think it would be an incredible combo, Purdy and Lance. Why? Because Purdy does understand the nuances of the position, and uh, that yes. means I bet you. I bet you a dollar to a dime, he's a like, he's great in a meeting, and mm-hmm. he know he contributes in the meeting, and that helps elevate every he's other guy. Like a guy thirty year old room. man, yeah. He's like, I mean, who's somebody? I think it was Baldinger said this week. The guy's like a, plays like a veteran. I mean, yeah, he he's
0: like he's thirty five.
1: Absolutely, I bet C- Trey could learn from him. He'd be great. The experience, I mean, Trey. A... Yeah, yeah, if Trey if Trey picks up the nuances that Purdy has mastered because of forty six starts at Iowa State. Sure trey with his skill set could be one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played
0: yeah well it's not hyperbole coming from the man who called brock purdy so it's interesting i if they bring in tom brady i i I don't know if they keep trey lance as a third string quarterback i don't know (laughs) i don't think that'd be rough but uh it's, it's a conundrum right like brady isn't looking great this year They talked themselves out of Brady for the same reason three weeks, three months, three years ago. And this week, Kyle literally said, what was anyone thinking? So there's a lot of pressure to not make the same mistake twice. And frankly, I think Brady would look pretty good on the Niners if you put him on. I mean,
1: a lot of people are going to point to yesterday and go, you know, he didn't look so great yesterday. But, you know, I thought he actually looked really good. I mean, did they sack him at all? No. They got no sacks against the GOAT yeah. who's 40, when he's right. 45, and why is that? It wasn't they weren't getting pressure. They got pressure instantly. He just got rid of it faster.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Niners haven't figured out how, quite how to protect their quarterbacks yet, or their quarterbacks haven't figured out how to protect themselves, but I watched a 45-year-old man do a very good job of that yesterday on a football field. It's quite impressive if you just look at it through that lens. No, no doubt. I mean, he knows
1: how to get it out of there.
0: Double B Studio says, What's up, Grant and Larry? Niners beat Seattle if party plays um well yeah i mean that's that there's that and also yeah.
1: um if they if they just focus on just running it down their throat i mean i'd like to see i'd like to see them turn that into the jordan mason bowl thank you
0: could you get him involved like before this the third quarter what, what is that I don't
1: know what i'm saying well they're you know it's interesting no the last what three games or four games the game plan offensively has been exactly the same Throw it a lot early, a lot of early McCaffrey, Mason to finish. But Mason's young and healthy and strong and fresh, and I talked to him last week. He's ready to roll,
0: and um, I'd like to see him get some first-half carries and see if he can go for 100. agree. MPG says they need to give Trey a year of snaps. If they won't wait, let him go. Uh, He has talent and shouldn't be ruined by this franchise. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's rough. how many years can you put a guy on a bench when he needs reps? He didn't play in college. At a certain point, it feels like you are doing a disservice to a kid. But you are so invested, it's a conundrum. Jonathan says, "Larry the Gray" or "Larry Dumbledore." Not sure if that means. <laughs> uh, Matthew says, "Problem with the vets is that it isn't usually a slow decline. It's usually a fall off a cliff." I don't mind if we're the team Brady goes to pasture on. Okay. Okay, well, I don't think he's fallen off a cliff uh, yet, but I want to ask about, let's come back to the Niners. So you got Brock Purdy, Jordan Mason. There's frequently some guy who was a day three pick or an undrafted free agent hanging around on the bench or on the practice squad who was a freaking baller and probably should have been playing a lot earlier. Who do you think is the next Brock Purdy slash Jordan Mason that's just lurking Hanging out, biding his time, and gonna be a star on this team.
1: Grant, if I told you, you'd, you'd probably start
0: laughing. Um,
1: but I'll give you—I'm gonna give you a couple. Okay. I—I I think um,
0: the kids you say Marcelino kid. McCrary Ball.
1: Well, I love him. I love him. The Niners and can d-
0: develop linebackers unlike any other team. They're, Marcelino they're the line- McCrary yeah. Ball is a phenomenal linebacker. And Johnny Holland least. is the best linebacker coach in the league. He's great, super great. Look what he's done with every single linebacker he's had.
1: And the niner linebackers right now are just i mean i don't even words can't even describe it i mean those guys are just every one of those guys is just a bad a i mean yeah uh, but the the niners have a few guys that i think are undrafted that are going to be heard from before it's all said and done i love marcelino mccrary ball i think he's really really good football player i like Quantrez knight as far as a Guy who I think can play in the NFL.
0: He came um, up to me in the locker room like a month ago, and he was like, "Hey, man, I just want you to know, I'm coming. I'm he coming. is coming. He's a hell I'm of a coming. football player, too. Yeah, I love, that. I love uh, that. He's he's
1: great. Um, And but there are others. I mean, they you know nobody knows Tay Martin at all. He hasn't like played Martin. at all. And Tay Martin Tay, Sorry, Tay Martin, Tay Martin, I like I like Poe as well. But you know, Poe Poe's a great kid, and he has got a tremendous personality. When he gets in there, I'd like to see Poe get some run at center. at center. I think Poe is definitely an NFL offensive lineman who's going to be successful. He's I think Jordan Mason of that offensive like, line room. Oh, he likes Zakell. I like Zakel. Zakel's tough as tough as it gets, man. He's a really tough guy. Um, and um, so, yeah, I mean, and and I'll tell you the guy. I'll tell you the guy that we haven't even mentioned who is the real guy to remember for the future, Kalia Davis. Oh, red right, shirt. Kalia Davis okay. on the NFI okay. list. This guy, people compare him to DJ Jones because he's 6'1, 320. This guy is an awesome interior pass rusher at 6'1, 320. Like really, really, really fast, really, really, really quick and tenacious and productive. So wait until they get this defense a year from now has Kalia Davis inside. Um, in a rotation, but he's, you know, he's 315 pounds built really, you know, squatty and just fast and athletic. Um And he knows how to play. So with a great motor, so wait until he gets, gets rolling. He's
0: going to be a star. Good call. Ethan M says, uh Purdy and Lance will push each other. They're competitive. Yeah. Yeah. I the only question that I, I would ask
1: Grant is the same question that you brought up, which is are the Niners ever going to give Trey the, the kind of ramp up period yeah. that he clearly has to have.
0: and that's the tough thing like you drafted him knowing he's a project who didn't play in college beyond one year. And so to compare him against guys like Jimmy who's 30 or Brock Purdy who has experience, he's never gonna look, he's never gonna give you the best chance to win against someone who's ready now. But the whole idea with Trey is to take one step back to take three or five steps forward. And if you're not committed to that process, then why did you draft him? Why did you do this? There was no secret about Trey Lance. Everyone knew one-year starting experience. It's a project for someone who's a great coach on a great team. And Kyle's like, I will take that project. I am the man for this job. And then he's like, well, I just feel like the locker room overruled. And they were like, nope, we don't want it. No, thanks. And Kyle's like, what am I going to do? Alienate the locker room? I'm not going to do it, you know?
1: Well, they have a I type. Not, yeah. I mean, they also yeah. have a type of guy. They like smart, tough, humble. That's Purdy. That's Trey. They're the
0: same yeah, guy. That's true. They're smart, that's true. tough, humble guys. True, true, true. Christopher says, should should have ran Mason instead of Debo. Yeah, man. I mean, last year they were running Debo because Mostert was out and Mitchell was in and out, and they pretty much had to. Their season depended on it. This year, they didn't have to. They got running backs. They called up Coleman. I don't know why. Uh and then they did, D, you know, they got Debo hurt playing running back anyway. Felt unnecessary. Jerry Rice agreed, but um, I don't mean, know.
1: I mean, I don't know. First of all, it was only 21 nothing. but um,
0: I, I agree with uh, Christopher Hensler here. I, I yeah. would have ran Mason. Uh, Trey needs a, a rebuild team to grow, I think. That's what Josh Allen had. Uh, chances Niners draft, I don't know him. You know him? Yeah, B. John Robinson is the Texas running back, and he's a oh. beast. He's awesome. Okay. He's a tremendous back. They don't have draft picks, so probably zero. They got nine picks, but but they not don't have a high pick. Yeah, Replace Debo with OBJ now. Thank you to Cowboys. I don't think, I don't think OBJ is healthy. T.Y. Not thank you. T.Y. Hilton to the Cowboys. <laughs> OBJ. Yeah, I don't know, man. A guy who just wants to play in the playoffs, it doesn't seem like he fits in the Niners' culture. That doesn't seem like something John Lynch would like. Or Kyle. I don't know. We need you now. <laughs> if he's not coming he's back in the playoffs, to Dallas. he's going to Dallas. You dodged my question, bro. Purdy playing Thursday. We both said we think he is. We didn't mean to dodge your question. We think he's playing Thursday. I don't know how well, what he'll be able to do. Tampa lost a lot of starters. We'll see uh, Seattle will be harder. It's hard playing in Seattle. The silent yeah, count will working. be very interesting. That'll be a new thing for Brock Purdy. I know he's played in big games, but nothing like. I mean, nothing like and that. Seattle's desperate off a loss. Yeah. And Pete Carroll's a hell of a defensive coach. So he might have a plan. Let Jimmy walk to New York. Trey Brock is QB one, QB two. Yeah. Uh, this, the Jets have like nothing going at quarterback right now. If you're starting, if you got Zach, Zach Wilson, like Elijah Moore in a first round pick for Trey. <laughs> I, I I don't think no. Zach, Nobody going Zach Wilson. Nobody wants down the tubes. I know. You I do Shane Zach Likes him. <laughs> who's a better quarterback, Zach Wilson or Brock Purdy? Brock
1: Purdy, in a lot of ways, is the finished product of what a lot of people think that Zach Wilson Pretty can much. be. And
0: and much. Zach
1: Wilson's got the bigger arm and the higher That's true. The higher That's upside. True. But Brock's way
0: more consistent. Yeah, and his teammates like him. He's a leader. Right, exactly. Zach is not. Kyle is saving Mason for the be. playoffs. Okay. Um, he should have been saving Debo for the playoffs. Okay. Uh ha. <laughs> Should the Niners be concerned about Talanoa Hafunga's coverage lapses? Uh, It seems like when the Niners get burned, it's for long catches, and he's aggressively trying to stop something underneath. I don't know if it's his fault, but he's instinctual, and he is breaking hard on seven-yard throws and giving up 50-yard catches that haven't always counted. Do you think this is a concern? Yeah. Yeah, it's a concern. Um, This was the question about the player
1: coming out. This is why he was a day-three pick is because – he doesn't have great 40 time. He's not a great coverage player. Now he can make up for it coming forward because he's got great film study. He's a smart, tough football player who spends a lot of time. I mean, he spends a lot of time learning uh, the tr- the craft and studying the game plan. So he's, he, you know, the one thing Jimmy Ward was like, hey, he's like, when Hafanga sees it, there's no hesitation. He just goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see that in against the run, and he's attacking the mesh point. But as he's played more, he falls off some tackles, and he's got some coverage liability in the deep part of the field. And so, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately he's so accountable, Grant, that when it, you know, when they get to the playoffs, I think he'll tighten his coverage, and I think you'll see the best of Hafanga uh, in all phases of the game in the postseason. But if there's a weakness to his game, it's
0: downfield coverage. It does feel like the last two games, the last two weeks, Tom Brady, Mike McDaniel have been trying to go after Hufunga and have had some success. It's just that they've gotten obliterated by the rest of the 49ers. They haven't really been able to stick with it. and They fell behind and all that stuff. Neither neither team could block, but it seems like that was their game plan. They're seeing it on film and a team potentially – like Philly or those three teams, Buffalo, Kansas City, teams with good offensive lines and great quarterbacks that push the ball down the field, could actually take advantage of this the way Kansas City did. So, I don't know. Interesting. I, I still think Tylenol is one of the better players on the defense. No doubt. But, uh, I'm riding with Huff, for him. but yeah. there's coverage yeah. concerns. And it's and, hard and to he knows it. If, I, if he was
1: sitting right here right now, I would say, right. you know, we're rolling with you. We got confidence in you but tighten up your coverage down the field because that's where you're weak. And he would say, you know what? I know it, and I'm working at it.
0: So what more can you ask for? And I think the Niners also, with this pass rush, the way it forces quarterbacks to make quick throws, I think they'd rather have a player like Hafunga who's aggressive to, to make plays on underneath throws, maybe at the expense of giving up a couple throws deep because most teams don't have time to throw deep. Yeah. Aren't, aren't, who, you know what I'm saying? Who played
1: safety for the 85 Bears? Gary Fensick. You know, but he couldn't cover. Did anybody ever find you
0: out? Know, we had time no, time to test it. Right. And you had you had Tart, who was that kind of play it safe, don't be in the wrong, don't give up a long pass. But I think maybe with this kind of pass rush, you'd rather have Hufunga still with certain matchups. If you can neutralize his pass rush, they're coming after 29, 29. Look at the ball skills now with Hufunga and Gibson.
1: Gibson's got like 28 career picks. hafonga has got a great nose for the ball. You're absolutely right. Are they elite coverage guys? No. But guess what? If you can get it done up front and affect the quarterback, those guys are going to pick off a pass.
0: Oh, yeah. The other thing in the secondary I've noticed is Lenore. Uh, He's playing very conservative. I'm sure it's what the coaches want him to do. But basically what he's doing is keeping everything in front of him. And, um, I don't know if he's giving up any touchdowns, or it, it just feels like you got a green light on that side of the field if you have a good quarterback and a good wide receiver. And I don't know. They were trying to go over there. It says Brady kept missing Julio Jones, who's washed, in my opinion. So I don't know.
1: I like, I like Lenore, man. I think Justin Lenore's, Jefferson
0: would go to town on Lenore. Sorry. Yeah. He Lenore's
1: under- a dog, though. I mean, yes. Lenore's tough, and Tuck I, it, I, tackles I, I, well. I like Lenore, but, um, you know, and maybe that's maybe that's the way they're coaching it. Maybe they they want to I think so. They want to be incredibly conservative. Maybe they're trying to get you know make uh, make you know. I think the game plan clearly was make Brady drive the length of the field, right? right. Give him the and underneath
0: it stuff. Yeah, it especially worked. in the second half, it really worked. Kev says, "When will you be going on the Krug show?" I don't know. Krug hasn't invited me. I don't know. I mean, hey man, we'd love you. to have you. Maybe we'll do. Maybe, can we do it next week? Maybe we'll do it next week. Let's do it next week. Let's do it. Can can lifting weights help with velocity for Purdy? I, he's actually looks very strong. I don't think he needs to. I think it's probably more mechanical things. Um, did you read that Jerry McDonald bad. piece? Grant? What that he added? That did he add Zip? in the in the?
1: I think Jerry McDonald wrote it. That in the um, in the ramp up to the draft after the Shrine game. He went to Arizona and worked with this coach, and and they on and they worked through all of his different mechanics on his throw and his hip Deep. rotation and it's his mechanics. elbow and it's all mechanics. this stuff. And he added five miles an hour of velo uh, to his fastball. That's big so time. To me, That's it's noticeable. Time. Like compared to like Brock Purdy in college, he looks like kind of a soft thrower. In yeah. the NFL, he's he's there's a little bit more zip on his on
0: his ball. That's key because uh, that's the difference between 51 miles an hour and 56. 56 is what Jimmy was throwing when he came out of college. That's that's good. 51 is like Cooper Rush, Christian Ponder. Like that's, like, you know, borderline not good enough. And I, 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 to your point, it looks, it looks good enough right now. Who yeah. will match up better on Metcalf and T-Lockett? Uh, well, Ward has the size to match up with Metcalf. Um, and with Lenore, at least, you know, just keep Lockett in front of you. Lockett's a great route runner, one of the yeah. best in the game. Mike says, fellow online Niner fans that are annoying spend so much time fighting about quarterbacks to the point where they aren't even enjoying a six game winning streak. <laughs> Only the online 49ers fans, though. Worth signing TB thinking future front office gig. He'd be the future ownership stake. He might just bring the Niners back to San Francisco. <laughs> Hey, he's Tom Brady. He's the
1: greatest, uh, you know, quarterback. I mean, why not? Why not have him play in a Niner uniform? Then every time the Niners have a party, they can invite Tom and Joe and Steve and all these guys, and it won't be awkward. It'll be like, hey, yeah, he played for the Niners. You know, it's like Join inviting Randy
0: Moss to a Niner event. That's true, Christopher, uh, Christopher Andrew. Thank you, uh, Bobo. What are your thoughts on Jimmy in the slot? He seems to be playing better there the last couple of weeks. He has been playing better the last couple That's of That's a great question. I thought he was
1: going to get roasted by Godwin this week, and he held his own.
0: And he, fit, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's Godwin's got ass. character. Jimmy's a fighter. I like Jimmy. He kicked Godwin's ass. I just wanted to say that. They, they, uh, they, they, bl- he's, he did out-physical him a lot of Hell the day. yeah. Sign Brady, let Brock learn from him, and trade Trey to create the best O-line in the league. Multiple Super Bowls for us. Man, the whole trade-trade thing is a little scary because he could end up being really good on a team that gives him a chance, and then you gave up a lot and sold low and never gave him a chance. Scary. Yeah, I mean, it, scary. I mean, seriously, but if you're like, if you're, you
1: know, let's say Minnesota falls short and Cousins is a disaster again, man, how popular would that move be? If you're Detroit and you just don't believe that Golf's going to ultimately get it done, you know, how how great, how popular would that be? I mean, you're talking about, you know, a guy who would be an enormous, uh, get, but you're right. There's risk involved with moving Trey
0: because the upside is awesome. The down, the downside is yeah. Well, yeah. The upside for him is awesome. And the downside yeah. is you look foolish. Yeah. You could Double look really, foolish. really bad. Really, really bad. Anyway, we're not, we don't have to go down that far. Uh, I got to write some articles about this breaking, you know, about the injury stuff, but, uh, Thanks for watching today. Thanks for being here, Larry. This was a hell of a show. And I got to say, Niner, the whole Niner story has gotten so much more intriguing the last two weeks. I'm really re energized for the stretch run. This is fun. What were you thinking yesterday when
1: the fans were sitting behind like five inches of glass? Yeah. So it's hard yeah. to even hear anything, but you could hear through the glass the fans yeah. chanting, Purdy. What
0: this was the coolest thinking? thing I've ever seen. This I mean, is it was the coolest unbelievable. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Have great. you ever seen a quarterback win over a fan base faster? Well, Jimmy did it pretty fast too. It almost feels like a repeat of that, except Jimmy, the team was out of it. But again, they, they were they were one in ten, and he goes on a five game winning streak. Jimmy did it too, and I were think it's funny. People chanting Jimmy. I don't in his know first about start? That. But people were really into Jimmy, and I yeah. think it was funny. Well, they, is they traded for him. It, it, it's going to take someone to have this kind of a start to finally put an end to Jimmy Garoppolo. You know. It seems like you have to have instant success, for the for the the Jimmy fans and the and the and the skeptics. To, Maybe to Shanahan buy in. has this guy. Maybe finally Shanahan has this guy. They have the they have the weapons, and this guy can get it to them. Keep we'll him. Keep him upright. Can one last thing before we end the show, Kyle? Stop telling your quarterbacks to fight for the extra yard. Come on, Brock Purdy diving. Jimmy Garoppolo running away from pass rushers. Trey Lance between the tack. Dude, just tell him to throw. That's their job. Throw and stay healthy. Can, can we have like, let's a little a 15-minute meeting?
1: Don't make us do a podcast in three weeks about Jacob Eason.
0: Seriously. This is so on the coach. Stop fighting for extra yards. We good? 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 Okay, good. We talked about it. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow.